0: Environment Canada now lifting wind and rain warnings across southern British Columbia. Uh, BC Hydro now trying to get power back to the nearly 20,000 customers from Vancouver Island to Kootenai region, British Columbia, who are without power. Flood waters are still rising. Areas of Abbotsford in the lower mainland, pardon me, uh, up in the Fraser Valley, that's uh, right, the Fraser Valley uh, that has been evacuated as well. Uh, this is a, uh, Merit. Also, has been evacuated, and the video just incredible of helicopters having to touch down on highways to evacuate stranded motorists. And water was everywhere. Cars having to drive through in Merit as that area was, as I said, evacuated. residents telling global news that the cars were just picked up like toys and thrown everywhere there was just vehicles absolutely everywhere there was no power at all all the gas stations had people waiting at the pumps in the pitch start because they ran out of gas and were just hoping that the gas stations would open so they could get heat from their vehicles so what has caused all of this destruction, and what does it say about our planet as a whole? Dr. Brent Ward is co-director of the Center for Natural Hazards Research at Simon Fraser University. Thanks for having me, Alan. Let's begin with, what is an atmospheric river?
1: Yeah, an atmospheric river is is kind of a, a zone of... of really high moisture contents it's long and linear it kind of meanders like a river and the issues with them is is when they impact the coast they can drop uh, large amounts of water um, also really intense rainfalls and that's the thing that triggers the debris flows is that really intense rainfall
0: how much of this i mean atmospheric rivers in british columbia has a long history there but how much of the intensity and what we've seen in the last 48 72 hours do you believe is attributable to climate change
1: yeah that's a really good question and one that is hard to answer um i always worry about attributing uh you know a a single weather event to climate change but i mean what i can say is that You know, what we expect from climate change are more extreme events and we we expect, you know, high intensity precipitation events. So this weather event was was what we would expect for climate change. And to really prove it, um, you know, someone who's smarter than me needs to look at the data uh, for the last 20 or 30 years to see how many atmospheric rivers we have, are they increasing in frequency and are they increasing in um, you know, intensity and magnitude?
0: What impact did the heat dome and the intense uh, wildfires that British Columbia experienced uh, earlier this year, uh, What, w- how does that play into the devastation that we're seeing right now?
1: Yeah, the actual heat dome itself wouldn't have any effect on this. Uh, what was more of an effect for these landslides and the flooding was the really wet fall we've had lots of lots of rain. So the soils are already saturated. But the heat dome contributed to the forest fires. And there is a direct correlation between landslides coming out of areas that have been burned. um, And and, you know, and the, the wildfires that we had last summer
0: when we look at the infrastructure and the destruction to, for example, the Coquihalla. Yeah. You know, when we start thinking about infrastructure and building and how do we build things for a changing climate, it's difficult to imagine any engineering that could withstand these forces.
1: Yeah, it's really hard. Um, You know, it's kind of starting to become a moving target. Uh, You know, our science has improved, you know, since a lot of this infrastructure was built and um you know what we consider to be say a one in 100 year return event uh, varies as climate is changing and so you're right the engineering is changing on all these different roads and 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 infrastructures that are being built and so the question is how much do we spend to try and upgrade these events to try and stop what we saw uh, this weekend? And and that's you know that's something that that I think governments at all levels are going to have to be wrestling with right now.
0: I, I'm wondering how you're feeling. I mean, I, I've seen you uh, comment on on events like this in the past. Yeah. Um, if, when things these things happen, the media comes to you and, and asks these questions. Do you, I mean, do you feel like you have been? you know just just shouting into the wind for years and and now like it only when we see the destruction on television that we come and say well hey doctor what's happening
1: yeah um no i think the media has been pretty good at at you know asking the right questions i i just think it's it's like in terms of climate change it's just such a and a large inertia to move governments to, to make these hard decisions. You know, they're worried about getting reelected. And so the system is really, it makes it hard to make those really hard decisions. But we can do it. We saw what we did for the pandemic. We made hard decisions that were the right decisions that, you know, improved outcomes. But, you know, it's hard to get those things started but i i feel hopeful now i mean i think that you know people realize that climate change is real and that uh there will be the political will to actually do what we need to do
0: when we we're looking short term shorter term in terms of what's happened with the, the flooding um what what do you see in the next week or so um not just in terms of is there a danger of more landslides just because of the water that has already been into the ground
1: yeah i don't think we'll see more at least significant landslides you know like i alluded to before we need to really saturate the soil and so when we have these rainfall events we need to have like really high intensity rainfall which happens you know in little pockets when these atmospheric rivers are happening Uh, What we're going to see, though, is a big cleanup and uh, very significant travel disruptions for people. And, uh, you know, it'll be a long time for the people who uh, have been flooded. You you know, we have to get the water out of the communities, which is hard. And then we need to clean out houses and et cetera. So this is going to be a long process and we're seeing going to see a lot of disruption to people's lives.
0: Dr. Ward, thank you so much for your time. All right. Thank you, Alan. This is Dr. Brent Ward, who's co-director of the Center for Natural Hazards Research at Simon Fraser University.